you think I is? <laughs> you ain't married to no average bitch boy. Oh you gonna wash my fat ass twist boy. Oh my God. As I bounce to the next dick boy. <laughs> And keep your money. I got my own. Keep a nigga smile on my face. Being alone. Bad motherfucker. God complex. Motivate your ass. Call me Malcolm X. <laughs> your operator. Oh my God. Innovator. Fuck you, hater. We can't recreate it, no. You'll oh never recreate it, no. Sorry. You meant that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you needed to say that. That was on your heart. It was on my heart. Well, and also... Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You know, I like to sing just randomly like that. Happy New Year, man. 2019 is here. Not Happy New Year's because there's just That's one. That's right. <laughs> We just get one at a time. You see, that's how the years work. You see, it's just 2019. It's not 2019 and 2020. You know, you don't ask. So it's Happy New Year. (laughs) Yeah, you don't ask people what's the what years is it. You don't say what years is it. (laughs) So I want y'all to stop saying Happy New Years. Happy New Years. Okay. You know what else I want y'all to stop saying? Congratulations. Yes. Yes. Stop saying congratulations (laughs) with a D. That's not how the word works. It stops spelling it with what? Stop spelling it. People be like, congrats. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope, 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 nope. That's not it's it. Congrats. It's congrats with a T. That's right. <laughs> Praise the Lord, niggas. Happy 2019. How are you, sis? Happy I New Year. Am, I am doing just fine. You know, no complaints. Um, oh, That's beautiful. You know, the holidays came and went. For those shout out to my my grief squad. You know, we had a little community we were building on the Instagram on the Instagram there. You know, it's tough, right? It's it just is for, it's, for many. It is challenging. And I think that people kind of throw this whole new normal and changes, you know, changes change and we all have to adjust and people kind of throw that around in mm-hmm. in really kind of uh almost haphazard ways. But we have to always be mindful of the fact that two things can be true at one time, especially when you're grieving. Yep. So you can be celebratory of, you know, the holidays, whatever you choose to celebrate for me. Like I, I can celebrate the birth of Christ and be grateful for all of the awesome uh, things that come with, you know, Jesus being born and all the things, you know, uh, the things about my relationship with, you know, my Christianity, all those, all those things. I can celebrate those things and I can be sad and miss my brother profusely. Um, and it doesn't, and, and one thing doesn't negate the other. Um, it doesn't. So, you know, we had like a little, a little community. We were, and I mean, for, pardon us if we were, if we were Debbie Downers, all of you jubilant, jolly, joyful people during the holidays, we did not mean to, uh, you know, uh, rain on your parade, but just in, in transparent honesty, the holidays are, are a challenging time for a lot of us who are dealing with the loss of loved ones, people who we never anticipated having to live without, they're um, also it's also a time where it's like a lot of anxiety for a lot of people. There are tons a lot of people of who are like, I'm close to my family and I'm yeah. you know, I'm very happy. But then there are a number of people who have a sadness and like a, a frustration and an anxiety about dealing with family members and family issues and things like that during the holiday season. 
I think that's real. And maybe that's something we can keep in mind for next year or even, you know, as other holidays approach. I think as we grow older and adult, right, Mm -hmm. the boundaries that exist between us and our parents or us and our aunts and grandparents and uncles and cousins, like, they they change and they evolve. And, you know, it requires some intention on our part to kind of maintain our own mental health and wellness and and Mm self-care during those times. I know, you know, when we get amongst our parents and loved ones, and this is no shade or slight to them, but it's easy to kind of revert back to the culture of yesteryear, right? So, like, you know, when you're with mm-hmm. your mom and, you know, it's easy for her to kind of fall into that, like, let me run your life space. <laughs> mm-hmm. And right. if you have made conscious decision to kind of do things differently, mm-hmm. um, it can be challenging to kind of remain true to that, to those parameters. Um, So we can talk about that because that's something, I mean, I had an awesome conversation with my good friend, Kashua. Shout out to Kashua. Just about like being like, you know, in your mid thirties and navigating the changing dynamics of your relationship with your mother. Mm. Especially, you know, our helicopter black moms who were, who were, who were, you know, all things, those moms, no shade to them, but I feel like some of our moms were living through us. Things that they didn't get to do, mm-hmm. opportunities that they didn't get to have, that mm-hmm. we were afforded, they were very, 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 very hands-on and aggressive about us, you know, doing certain things. And, you know, all for our benefit and good and game, right? So no, yep. no disrespect to them, but at the same time, it can be really hard to kind of navigate those, okay, I'm grown now, I make my own decisions kind of spaces. And conversations with your mom, with your mom. I think we should. I know we've had black mother conversations, but I think this is a, a new take on it, and I really think we should talk about it. Cause, yeah. <laughs> so like, and I think it's something that it doesn't have to be a one and done. Cause the difficult no. conversations between you and your mother will persist. Oh, <laughs> throughout oh, your through, life, until, I'm sure until the somebody's deathbed. Right, because my mom, like, even my mom, talks to me. Right, mm-hmm. my mom talks to me about how her her relationship with my grandmother has changed mm-hmm. now that my grandmother is older, and you know her health uh, challenges that you know incapacitated her in some ways, and mm-hmm. you know her dealing with those challenges and what that means for her, and you know losing some level of independence and what that means yeah. for her. So I mean. It's ongoing and it's definitely something we can continue to get into. But yeah, that was a tangent. But how how are you, sis? How was how was your holiday? It was good. Um, happy to have some time off. We had a right. nice brunch at the crib. So nice. you know, the loved ones came through and now we're, you know, well, full disclosure, we are recording New Year's New Year's Eve Eve. Eve Eve. <laughs> Eve, Eve. <laughs> but um we are, you know, I'll have a little something at the house and a couple of friends will come over, you know, just going to try to bring it in light this year. I tried to bring Absolutely. it in with you all with some Beyonce so that we could all will some success <laughs> in our lives. Absolutely. So. <laughs> We're looking forward. Just let this be the year of Beyonce. Let us all yeah. let us all glow up. Yes. In that in like manner. I think that would be yes. dope. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, we're going to get in. We're going to get into. Know, I've been better, but we'll get into that. <laughs> we will. <laughs> and. That's just that's just the days of our lives, right? Yes. Speaking of days of our lives, my mom still watches that. And it was just that's so fascinating. Yo, I'm telling you, I'm sitting at the table in my grandmother's house. And my mom is like, turn to channel two. And I'm like, for what? She's like, the stories. I'm like, they still come on? <laughs> I had I no idea them. the stories still come on. All of them? I think it was either... 
I think it was Days of Our Lives that she watches. I don't know if Young and the Rest is coming on still. It was, it was, child, I don't know. I can't keep up. But I was just listening. I was sitting at the table doing my work while it was, um, you know, just on in the background. And I was like, yo, I can't watch the stories. And my mother was like, well, I was like, these are wealthy white people problems. This, these are not problems. Like these are them. the people. The, these people are crying and having full breakdowns over these issues. They're not real issues. Like, like my twin had sex with my mother. Like what? <laughs> like, or like, like just like you know? Oh my god! I lost fifty thousand dollars. Now I only have six hundred and fifty thousand dollars to my name. What? <laughs> Girl, if you don't get out of my face with this nonsense. I, but you know what I have realized? That the stories are there like loving hip-hop. I was just about to say that, but you're absolutely right. Because, I mean, she was in it, like how I be watching Black Ink Crew. So no, I was just like, okay. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, all right, I'm going to let you have it. I'm going to let you all have right, it. All right, fine. I'm going to let you have it. <laughs> and when they used to read, like, Star Magazine or whatever, when you stayed <laughs> in the online at the room. supermarket, that's yeah. the shade room. Like, that's us when totally. we were listening to the Duchess interview you know what I'm saying? On the Breakfast Club. Like, Totes. it's just, it's literally the same thing. <laughs> Totes my goats, man. Absolutely. I was like, this is just so full circle. Everything comes full circle. It really does. Just in different ways. Right. Because, I mean, we can, when we have the mother conversation, we can just have that whole, we can just have a series, actually, because I actually do want to get into more deeply how, because I feel like I'm noticing more and more the way that my mom is a, is a woman. I think and, we and touched she, on it, but we have. We, we have, about right. It. And like I said, it does bear repeating. It's something that we can just continue. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's an ongoing conversation. Mm-hmm. But like, I see the way that my mom engages with her siblings, and I'm just like, yo, this is petty. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Oh my. Okay. You know what? Next week, yeah. we're going to revisit the, more black mother shit. <laughs> more black mother. <laughs> like, it'll be, oh that'll God. just be our recurring convo, and it'll just be new additions. We should do it like it. once a month. We should just we talk really about should. moms. Like, all right, we're, we're back on this black mother shit. Like, what like y'all going parents, this week? mothers. We should parents, mothers, grandparents, guardians, aunties. There's just all manner of 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 layers here that we can yes. just unpack for years and, I, you and know, years. Go into Latin mothers as well, because Latin mothers is a special thing as well. But anywho, we definitely need to get into. I talked about it before, but I've been reading, finishing up reading the um, Eloquent Rage book by Brittany Cooper. Yes. And there's there's a whole chapter in here called Bag Lady that talks about all of the bags that black women have to carry. Mm. Those given to us and those that we've assumed. And then there's also a chapter in here that's talking about um, uh, grown woman theology. So kind of just like how religion, like basically a conversation, well, just, just looking at religion in black women and how, you know, women have been conceptualized and kind of are spoken to in religious contexts. Um, and it's just like so deep and heavy. I was on the plane and the people were so mad at me because I was reading it like, mm. <laughs> I would read someone and be like, mm, mm, You sound like mm, Willow Smith. Mm. I do. I was giving full and full Willow Smith face like, mm, mm, mm. So mm-hmm. book club, January 2019. Oh, no. Let's Say one read more time. Eloquent. I said yes. book club January 2019. Let's read Eloquent Rage by Brittany Cooper. I'm going to give yes. you all, and that will give you all some time because Becoming is, is right after that. And Becoming yes. is a big book. So we just, I'm gonna, we're going to announce now that the February Black History Month book will be Becoming for Michelle Obama. 
But Eloquent Rage is a quick read. Honestly, it's not even 200 pages. Or oh, it's maybe like 250. So you all but got it is four so weeks, good. Three, weeks, three and a half weeks. Yes. Eloquent Rage, Brittany Cooper, get your lives. We're, I'm, right I'm serious. Because, and Brittany's one of us. Like, you know, she's like, um, I think she's like 38, 39. Oh. You know, she's a homegirl. <laughs> okay. And I just think it's, her book is awesome. I feel like I've talked about it before, but like she, she's a black feminist, but not in the, the black feminist, black feminist way that, that we're used to thinking about it. So like a lot of times mm-hmm. black feminists is often introduced as a uh, counter narrative of feminism or feminism that excludes the perspectives of black people and women of color. Um, but black feminism as Brittany talks about it is really just, you know, black women just loving black women unconditionally oh, yes. and prioritizing our needs, our experiences, our values, what's important to us, the wide range of the spectrum that there is. And she talks about it, you know, as it relates to, you know, academic and professional development, as it relates to personal development, as it relates to kind of ident- identity development, how we identify as black women and, and what that looks like in different spaces and how, you know, the, realizing who you are versus who you're told you have to be through like religion and uh, uh, politics and bureaucracy and power and, and racism. It's just heavy stuff, but it's good kitchen table talk. So I think that we should just get on into it. Just pull so up. So we'll your, put the link in the description box. Yeah, it's so good. So, so, so you guys good. can get your copies. Make sure you get it ASAP. Surely don't be like me. Um, <laughs> and if <laughs> If y'all know Brittany, like, you know, hit her up and tell her to come come join us at the kitchen table. We can have a conversation. Oh, absolutely. Come, I wish I could take a picture of you with this drink right now in this, oh like, demeanor. I know. So Kia um, and I made drinks before I'm the show. We're celebrating. We said, it's New Year's. We're celebrating. It's New Year. It's New Year's. You can say it's New it's Year's. New Year's. It it's New Year's. It's New Year's. It's New Year's Day. <laughs> new Year's. Apostrophe S. Not yes. The it possessive. New Year's Day. <laughs> So this is the day of New Year, right? But it's not, it's not New Year's like more than one year day. Okay. We have yeah, to make the way I- <laughs> <laughs> Holy God. Okay. Okay, we're going to have an actual show. Let's do it. Let's, let's discuss forward. it. Let's, we'll do a, a little bit of trash. We're keeping it, trun- we're truncating it this year because we're tired. So it's not like a full S- trash can. It's more like a dustpan. <laughs> yes. Yes. The small kind, not the one with the long handle. <laughs> boys and girls it's trash time like i said uh we're we're not gonna we're not gonna get too deep into the trash because you know we deserve nice things yes i mean let's (laughs) let's just start the year differently shall we let's just not let's just not yeah okay i hope Um, everybody made their collard greens in their black ips listen i hope that they are at a slow simmer on your stove i really do that's important as you listen to this right now um but yeah very quickly this is not going to be like a full chronological recap of the things that have happened. These are just kind of things that have been on my mind since we last recorded <laughs> um, at total random. So, all right. First things first. So many I have. Freaks all that's it. Sorry. Yes, I know. I know. <laughs> I, I, I know that I run that risk every time I say that. I know. Um, no, no, no. I mean, well. I would have joined you if I wasn't <laughs> talking. Um, Okay, many have seen Kim Kardashian's 
Well, the West family's mm-hmm. latest Christmas card. Mm-hmm. And where you have Kanye, North St. Chicago, and their mama. Um, you know, all the children in Kanye are wearing black. Kim is wearing a white dress. You know, it is a holiday Christmas. It is, it is a family holiday card, you know, as they usually go. Mm-hmm. A one that you would expect that coming from the Kardashians. Um, but this one I took a little issue with. Why? Because Young North is posed by her mother's side in a red lip. Now, I have seen the conversation on the Twitter spheres, um, you know, go back and forth. Many are saying, what the hell? Other people are saying, you know, little kids like to play in makeup. Little girls play dress up all the time. This is not a big deal. And I just saw that I would say publicly that this is some bull swanky. Yes. And I, I just feel like, how old is Noah? Six? Seven? Yeah, I think she's six because I feel like she's like a year older than Noah. Either way, I feel like there is nothing wrong with being six or seven years old and looking six or seven years old. And to those who think that, you know, little girls play in makeup, I agree. I, too, was a little girl who played in lip gloss and things. But I did that at slumber parties at my cousin's house at nighttime. I was not standing next to my mother in a holiday photo in a red lip that was probably applied by a makeup artist. Because this is not like Lip Smackers or no Lisa Frank (laughs) uh, lip gloss. Your right, girl is wearing a teddy bears. Yes. This is a Fenty stunner lip that was applied. <laughs> this is what I'm saying, a Ruby Woo. It was applied like, with a lip brush and it and was set. It was set with translucent powder. It it is <laughs> and it a has lip. concealer around. You, you know what I'm it saying? Up. It is clean it, it, it is a lip. It is makeup. And I just feel like why not just let her be six years old? And and this was this was my my irritation. So like let me not say irritation because that's too much investment. But my take. <laughs> there we go. So I I saw, like you said, I saw the comments and, you know, people were ablaze. Why don't you just let a little girl be a little girl? Let kids be kids. Why, 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 why? Why are you worried about? First of all, we're not worried. Everybody no. Niggas ain't. is just talking because it is a public Christmas right. card. We talk about all things on the Internet. So this is up for grabs as well. This is it. I And furthermore, I have a little girl. Mm-hmm. In the same age bracket as mm-hmm. this child, mm-hmm. who loves makeup, right. who I literally just put a purple lip on the other day, in the crib, in the house. You know what Playing I'm saying? Games. This is not even your standard. If for anybody who took ballet, jazz, tap, right. with the blushy, rosy cheeks nope. and the fucking lipstick, this is not even that. And you got the sparkly headpiece Mm-mm. and the thingies on the arm, and we all like cross our legs. This right. is not even that. No. This is a little girl in a professional beat. Yes. <laughs> Full beat. In a professional kitty beat. And for their for their Christmas card. Like, and this is the same little girl who was one. Maybe yeah. one and a half, two years old, with a sh- a mesh sheer shirtle, <laughs> and this she got no Jamaican running through her veins. I mean, and I'm I just if it was a candid photo where she was in her house playing with makeup, and it was a then it would be a different thing altogether. But like you right, said, her and the other little pineapple, yes, whatever yes, their names are, yes. you know, Shakif, all of them running around. That is I, that is fine. Listen, but y'all, y'all don't but, let this, y'all ain't let this little girl be a little girl since she popped out. 
I mean, just let her be a little girl. And even if she wanted to, I, at what point do we, like, how many things did we want to do? And my mama said, no. No. <laughs> mama, I want to, I don't give a, what? No. no. Like, <laughs> so, I don't, I just, I mean... <laughs> I'm all for allowing children to express themselves. I think there's a time and a place. A holiday Christmas card and, and this full professional beat on a six-year-old, for me, is a bit much. It's That's just, all. It's a no for me, dog. Like, it's yeah, just, I just... Not in my house. As a mother of a five-year-old, bubbling little girl who is very much into, into makeup and sparkly things... You ain't wearing red lipstick in our family photo. Red lipstick. I mean, if it was if it was pink, if it was a gloss, if it was a a nudie kind of moment, but if it had glitter or shimmer, whatever. Red is a statement. Red Red. means something. I was twenty five before I wore red lipstick. I mean, honestly, and it was done properly. Know why? Because the rest of the beat was like it was it was down. Like it was like it, you know it was a light beat because you're not supposed to do too much oh, when you man. wear a red lip. You know what I'm saying? It was done properly. But she's six. She's six. <laughs> she is six. She don't have on a training bra. She's not wearing no. deodorant, but she got red lips on. Yeah. I just That's feel it. like why why we gotta she take low key might not Ain't even no know elevated. how to wipe her ass properly. You know, but like, she's got on red lipstick. Like why? What is the rush? What is the rush? But moving right <laughs> along. What? What? Okay. What else? North and this relative. The government oh, the has government. shut the hell down. Mm. The ghetto is shut down. Been shut down. So. Oh, it was shut down long before. But we are yet praying for all federal government employees, military workers, and such who are furloughed and not getting paid due to the latest installment of federal legislative foolishness going on just up the street here in the District of Columbia. So, mm -hmm. but you know, I will say this. (laughs) 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 Did you hear that? Like, so, you know, the Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg has been in the hospital. She Mm -hmm. like for a long time. Um, But your girl is still working from her sick bed. So I, I think that there was some sort of um, <coughs> vote or something that was going, for, I think it was for the wall or something. I should have done some more research, but I remember I was at my mom's house and she told me about this, but mm-hmm. there was a vote. The Supreme Court had to vote. Um, and your girl is literally been in the hospital for weeks, got broken hips and ribs. But listen, she raised her hand and voted against Donald Trump. <laughs> from her sick bed she said excuse me can you just run up there and tell him that i said no thank you (laughs) i may take my last breath in a second (laughs) but i'm gonna get this vote off (laughs) i said honey because we go to work you know what i'm saying i appreciate we go to work i appreciate because there is so much stupidity in this world listen i i i I, I said you know what she votes against it was oh asylum restrictions. They were asylum restrictions um from her hospital bed. She voted. Ruth Bader, she's 85 years old. She I has uh she has lung cancer. Um and she's having surgery to remove two cancerous uh malignant nodes from her left lung. Um amidst that president amidst all of that she's dealing with, Donald Trump is attempting to place further restrictions on migrants seeking asylum in the United States. And your girl from her sick bed hooked up to all manner of tubes and things. 
Cece, let me tell you something. The justice said, no, ma'am. <laughs> from her from her sick bed. She said, I actually, no. I mean, no. I actually, no. No. She I. Said, <laughs> she said, all in favor, nay. No. That's what I, Nay. All against, I. That's right. <laughs> I'm here for it. She I'm not said, mad oh, no. at it. I'm very grateful for it. I saw a, um, I took Tristan to Atlantic City, God, the ghetto. Woo, good time. So, was it? Um, and <laughs> we had a beautiful suite. But anyway, I saw a Keep America Great Trump 2020 hat. Oh, save your God. And it just, I was just, like, it, and the man looked me in my face and smiled at me. And I just gave him the most disgusted look that I could muster up in all of my soul. Oh my god! I was disgusted. And I was like, what, why, what devil made you look directly in my face and smile at me with this devil hat on? But anyway, listen, they, uh, Elle magazine called her the, the notorious RBG. <laughs> and I said, you know what? I will allow it because it is, because I mean, the gag is evidently, it was a, it was it was uh four to four, and she cast the decision making vote against. So it was like it was like somebody called her and was like, "Yo," <laughs> and she sat up from her. She sat up through her chemotherapy and She's was like, like "Actually, not on my watch. well, actually, the answer is no, not on my watch." So I mean, mad respect, much respect to the notorious RBG out here doing the Lord's her. work. Absolutely, that's her new name. Yes. Out here doing the Lord's work. Oh, but I'm sorry to all of our federal employees. Yeah. Um, we're sorry. He's an idiot. And um, I have more sentiments, but I'm not trying to get a shutdown. So. Yeah, let's not do that. Um, <laughs> what you that got last? Um, I mean, I think that was it. But oh, um, I did see this is like just thrown in for the good of the order. But I was scrolling on on my Instagram and someone had posted or reposted Masika. From Love and Hip Hop, you know, Freddie mm-hmm. Wops, Baby Mama. Mm-hmm. She has changed her face considerably. <laughs> oh, she has. Her body. I could not, I did not even recognize her. And I don't know if it's she, she's now donning this platinum blonde wig down to her kneecaps. Oh. But um, I mean, she has gotten a considerable amount of work done. I mean, beyond recognition, because I remember her season on Love and Hip Hop, and I'm just like, who is that? And I'm like, that's not Masika. And I'm like, is it two Masikas? It got to be two Masikas. I don't no, know. there is not two Masikas. I was like, There what? is one. I'm going to look at this wig, because I did not see this wig. This wig is very, oh. it is, it is very, very, very blonde and flat blonde. Like, no highlights, low lights. It's all the same color of crazy. You know what frustrates, like, okay, so, like, pictures like this, right? Mm, mm. I just wonder, like, you all get up and you take these pictures in your crib or whatever, right? No shade to that. But do you, like, brush your teeth first? Because <laughs> half the time, it just looks like these bitches wake up and mm. they put makeup on these, like, on this crust in their eyes. <laughs> I just think that there is, I think that, you know, as someone who has platinum blonde hair right now, um, there are certain precautions that we have to take, especially as it relates to photographs. Yeah. Um, especially since our natural hair color is not blonde, there are very few of us who can just get up and have blonde hair and not look crazy. <laughs> um 
And she just looks crazy. She looks like the blonde is not a good blonde for her. It really mutes her out. It makes her look like a manila folder. Um, this plastic surgery is wild, son. Like this, I don't is even like... know who she. I'm telling you, I don't know who she is. It seems like she's gotten her cheeks done, or her, I don't. I, I remember her having fuller lips, so I don't want to say she has her has gotten her lips no, done. She's but she's, always, I feel like she's certainly had full lips, right? But she certainly got a nose job. But there's something else amiss. <laughs> That I just can't put my finger on, but I studied that photo, her page for quite some time, just trying to figure <laughs> out what exactly I was looking at, and I still have gotten nothing. Um, yeah, I can't. I'm I'm actually grossed. Um, but yeah, I, that's all. That's all I had in the way of of trash. Well, let's shout out some positivity because I'm oh, disgusted. It stinks. Just a refreshing <laughs> change of pace. Okay, somebody turn on the vent. <laughs> My sister's popping right now All right, all right, all right It's time for shout out to my sis And we're just gonna wrap up um, uh, All of the shout outs that we needed to do For the Type and Fast Taking Care Women of Color and Community Brunch That we had last month, December 15th Um, It was an amazing affair And uh, we had some awesome sponsors for our gift bags um, and I wanted to just give those ladies a shout out. Uh, first of all, we got these cute little pins. These make these pages, make them pages clap pins. I'm going to, my, you know, my, my jean jacket's about to be in a full pop, pop, pop-tuation. Um, but they are furnished by mytsharp.com. That's M-Y-T-E-E-S-H-A-R-P.com. Black owned business, black woman. She's got all manner of adorable tees and novelties, uh, little makeup bags, buttons, mugs, all the fabulous phrases on them. She's got special tees for women who are men and women who are in Greek organizations, HBCUs, and she's got some affiliate uh, partners um, also there as well. And she did these adorable little buttons for me um, for the Team Typing Fast event. So I'm going to put her information in the description box. Y'all make sure y'all check her out. Um, and I think that there's a, a, a coupon code, a discount code that she's that she sent as well. I'll make sure to include that um, as well. So y'all please support mytsharp.com. We also had this amazing uh, glow oil, a facial oil by Donna Marie Beth in Beauty. Uh, oh, excuse me, Donna Marie Hair in Beauty. Um, this glow up facial oil is formulated to protect and moisturize dry, normal, and combination skin while giving it that morning do look. It's fortified with simple yet effective ingredients. Um, and you'll find glow up easy to use for beautiful results. Uh, Donna Marie is founded by Ayana. And um, if you use the code glow up, G L O W U P, you get 15% off. Um, and that off that offer expires this week. So make sure that you use it really quickly. Um, and finally, I'm gonna let I'm gonna throw it to Jay because we also had some really adorable brownies. Um, if I, can <sighs> I don't know what oh I did my with the brownies. Wakia finds the brownie. Let me tell you all about the brownie. Yes, nigga. First of all, I forgot about the brownie. I'm not even gonna front on it. Got back to the Airbnb, gave Fran her gift bag. Fran opens the brownie before I open the brownie. And I see her over there eating. And I was like, ooh, I forgot about this brownie. I'm starving. I open this brownie and bite into it. 
And I literally was pissed. <laughs> I wanted to fight Kia because there were not more of these brownies. <laughs> it was Sound like good, right? ch- chewy and dense and cakey yeah. and delicious yeah. and fun. Yes, oh, indeed. nigga, they was it was so good. I don't even brownie like that, but I these these brownies were a total move. They were furnished mm. by at Yum the Brownie Bar. Um, yes. I'm sure that's her Instagram name. The chocolate overload brownie. It is just decadence it is decadent it is decadent so um you guys make sure you check out uh at yum br- the brownie bar um on instagram you can send if you have orders you can email yum the brownie bar at gmail.com but i'm sure all her contact information is on the instagram page go and check it out and if you yo are, get them brownies yo the brownies are litty fi litty and i'm pretty sure she ships so if you are not Great. local to the area you might be able to get you some sent to you. It'll be worth it. Yes, please. And thank you. I will. Thank you so much. Show you right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> that's a shout out to my sis. You had, you had all right. Name? No, all I right. am very happy with all of these shout outs. I love <laughs> okay. those. I love those swag bags. Yeah, man. <laughs> it was lit. It was lit. And also we can, we cannot forget this. And in the dryer was also prominently featured in the gift. Always. Bags. As it well, is because always you know, featured. Nikki be holding us down, having us all smelling good. We be a, a brigade of just brilliantly smelling beautiful black a women. A collective. Oh, it is just a move. It is a situation. So yeah, a collective uh. of delicious bitches. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that part. But we got some kitchen table to get to. All right, let's do it. Let's get there. Getting Grown's first episode of 2019 is sponsored by Teamy. It's time to begin those New Year's resolutions. And if your goal for the new year is to revamp your health and wellness, you've got to try Teamy. The end of the year can be hectic between holidays, parties, and trips. And all those things can take a toll on your body. I know I have been doing all of the traveling these last couple of months. On top of that, there was my birthday and then there was the holiday. So I have been eating all of the... Terrible foods that are so delectable and delicious. But as a result, I feel like a stuffed sausage in all of my clothes. And if, 20, if 2018 has also uh, has you feeling like a, a piece of uh, manicotti and you're feeling sluggish and tired and bloated, then the Teamy 30-Day Detox Program is a great way to get back into your routine, honey. We'll have you feeling amazing. You'll have so much more energy in the morning, and you can say goodbye to the uncomfortable tummy bloat that holds you back during the day. Teamy's all natural, and the program's so simple for everyone, no matter your fitness level. Take it from me. <laughs> and you can take <laughs> the cute tumbler with you everywhere you go. So get rid of the toxins that your body's holding on to with Teamy. Um, the detox program has helped me this holiday season because your girl, like he has said, was feeling like a stuffed sausage. I was feeling mad bloated, not mad rigorous. However, I took the <laughs> TV detox program. I have started to, I just, I feel lighter. And I started working out with the trainer. I kind of stopped for a couple of weeks, you know, when the crema hit. And now I'm getting back <laughs> into it. And it's giving me the energy that I need for these strenuous workouts that this man has me doing. So I'm super grateful for that. I'm less bloated. I feel like I'm not holding on to all of the waffles and like buttery pastries that I've been eating. So if you're looking for a good cleanse, go to teamyblends.com and use the code GROWN to get 25% off your order. That's T-E-A-M-I blends.com and use code GROWN to get 25% off your order. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to the kitchen table, man. We're not going to be before you long, as the saints would say in the church. 
Um, but it's usually a lie. But it's typically a lie. But this time we're telling the <laughs> truth, okay? Yes, we are. We mean that thing. And we know you got to get to your black eyed peas, honey. And your collard greens. Even though I don't black eyed pea, but I will be greening tomorrow. Um, I'm not a huge black eyed pea, but I'll make them. You know, the consistency of the beans really just messes with me. Same. It's kind of like lima beans. Like they're it's just like very like mushy, mushy, mealy, grainy. No, thank you. Mealy. <laughs> <yucky>. <laughs> <laughs> But I do got my turkey necks on right now for my greens, though it's gonna be good. Okay, you'll still be prosperous. Indeed, the the Lord knows my heart. So real quick, we're just gonna get in and get out. Kitchen table talk. We're gonna do a recap. We're gonna do one thing, one major accomplishment, one highlight moment of the year in 2018. Mm-hmm. One major lesson that we learned in 2018, and then one thing that we're looking forward to in 2019. Um, and, and we're going to get out your way and we're hoping that you guys will get into them comments or onto the Twitter and let us know what your, what your, uh, major milestone accomplishment of 2018 is one thing that you're super grateful for, uh, what lesson you learned in 2018 and then what you're looking forward to in 2019. So you want to go first is what, um, what's one major, major milestone accomplishment for you this year? A major milestone and accomplishment. This year. Let me think about it. What's yours? Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> um, I feel like I've had several. Uh, okay. I've got like, I've got like, I'm going to give two because it okay. was hard for me to kind of narrow down. So, um, Woman Evolve was a major milestone accomplishment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like nothing I saw coming. Nothing I yes. ever anticipated or expected. Um, but it was really kind of a, a solidifying moment for me and let me know that there is a need mm-hmm. uh, for what I, I feel like I have to offer. Mm-hmm. And for someone as awesome and great and um, just, you know, total friend in my head and now friend in real life, like somebody as awesome as Sarah Jakes to see something in me to invite me to be a part of what she's building through the Women Evolve movement, which I think is just like, mammoth and it's just going to change the game as far as black women young black women especially in the christian church and how we kind of operate and exist for her to see something in me and invite me to be a part of her first woman evolve conference was really kind of an affirming moment for me and i'm hoping that it sets the tone for what's coming in the future um and that i will i will continue to have the opportunity to share um in, in that way, uh, you know, with other women on, you know, similar in similar platform, uh, you know, through Teen Type and Fast and anywhere else anybody wants me to come. <laughs> that would be dope. And the second one I couldn't really uh, not not talk about was Essence. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, first of all, A Different World is my favorite show of life. Is. And I remember being eight. And nine and looking at my mama's essence magazines on the coffee table and saying like, oh, how dope would it be to write an essence one day? And just thinking that it was kind of just like <coughs> it was kind of just like the 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 guidebook, the instructions for black women, fabulous black women 
all black women. You would see a black woman. You knew if you went into any black woman's house, you saw an Essence magazine. If you went to any hair salon, you saw an Essence magazine. If you went, if you was at church, if you was at your auntie's and your auntie's back in the backseat of her car, there was an Essence magazine. I just, yes. and and I remember thinking like, you know, oh man, it would be dope. Knowing, knowing that I love to read and write at such a young age, it would be so dope to write for Essence or to write in Essence. Um, and I had the opportunity to, to do that little piece that I did for Essence.com was really just like a game changer. And I'm super, 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 super grateful for it. I don't I don't take it for granted at all. Shout out to Joy Marie McKenzie for giving me the opportunity. And Shout out. Yo, man. It was just like, it was just, it was really, really dope. Really, really dope. And I'm that excited. Was a, and I was so proud of you for that. And I knew how happy that, like, that was just, that was like, you got, that was your shit. You yeah. did your shit on that. Yeah. <laughs> you did your thing on that. I was I love yeah. it. I was God is good, man. He's dope. Let me see. Two major milestones from this year. Well, the first one is for the culture completed our first wedding. Did. And that was a big deal because that's somebody's day. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And like And food is a big deal, honey. Let's just be honest. A, Listen, the people, that was the the most people come to eat. Of my wedding. They come to eat, they come, they come to, to dance. eat. They come to eat. And if your food is nasty, everybody's gonna talk about that. Everybody's gonna be like, I didn't get I'm left hungry. Right. The chicken was dry. Like I whatever. Food is important. It, Very is, important. it is what brings us together as a people. And the fact that we were able to have this spread and people were constantly eating and they loved it. And we we did it. Like when it was done, we were like, we did that. Right. Like we were a and it came together. And so that was a huge milestone and it just showed me, you know, more of what I'm able to do, what of more of what we're able to do. And because for the culture is a collaboration of Santana and I's brands, but it's mm -hmm. also it speaks to both of our work ethic and how we're able to work together, but how we're able to work individually. And it just showed me like there's there's much more that I can accomplish if I'm mm -hmm. able to get this wedding off. Like it just it was a little prophecy for me. Awesome. And then the second thing, um, which was actually it made it was a milestone for myself, is um, being able to travel with my homegirls this year. Oh, like, nice. Being able to go to Miami and go to L.A. and mm -hmm. go to St. Lucia with my friends, should I say? Yeah. Um, that's that's actually a big deal for me because for a long time I couldn't do it. Like, right. you know, I was doing well and then I it got real rough when I was pregnant. It got real rough. And then it got to a point of playing catch up and finally getting to a place of some sort of comfort right. where I'm able to see the fruits of my labor and go and enjoy and have a good time and come home to my family and not be having a stress is really that's re been really important to me. And the fact totally that I've been blessing. able to do that has been a blessing and loved ones who help make it possible as well like yes is is just i'm i'm very very grateful super grateful super grateful one lesson learned one major lesson that i learned in 20 uh 19 or 2018 sorry that i'm carrying with me into 2019 is um i feel like i've learned that there is great value mm -hmm. in uh, messing up. 
Um, I feel like I've had some roadblocks, some some missteps, sometimes that I dropped the ball this year. Mm-hmm. And while it was hurt, it, it hurt at the time. Um, I learned that nothing is wasted, right? So, um, and the quicker that I come to that perspective. Instead of, you know, I feel like you have to let yourself feel the grief of the mistake, right? So I messed up. That sucks. You have to let yourself sit in that so that you, you know, can live it and know that you don't want to experience it again. Um, But I feel like the quicker that I come to the realization that, you know, okay, um, this is a part of the process. This is a part of the plan. It wasn't a part of my plan, but it was a part of the plan. And as soon as I reconciled that, and, and, you know, try to regroup and recalibrate after the mistake. Um, the quicker that, that, you know, I I can come to some peace about it and really be open to then receive whatever the lesson is that I'm supposed to learn. Uh, so whether it be, you know, I don't want to just run down all of my all of my L's this year, but whether it be, uh, you know, getting, you know, making a mistake at work. Or, um, you know, just honestly having an ignorant moment and just not knowing. So there was something that happened. I didn't realize that, you know, having a, a, a LLC in Maryland, you were supposed to rec- fill out some sort of annual report um, oh. when you do your taxes. And I had no earthly idea. Why? Because I ain't never had no LLC before. <laughs> but right. it was just it was just a moment of ignorance. And I got this paper saying that if I didn't do this, I was going to have to pay this big amount of money and... And, you know, and I panicked, legit, uh-huh. like, what? I didn't know. Oh, my God. Um, but the sooner I was able to just kind of like, you know, okay, okay. I, I didn't know. I accepted I didn't know. I accepted I made a mistake. I don't like it. But what do I do to move forward? Like the quicker, the quick, you know, coming to that space, giving myself the um, room to have the emotion or reaction that I need to have, but but being committed to not dwell there. And learning that there is value. There's value. I messed up many times this year. I'm not even going to hold y'all. Like, I messed up many times this year. But I can honestly look back and and point out something that I have. Or identify something that I have learned through that mistake. So, you know, I guess the lesson that I learned is, you know, mistakes are a par for the course. Mm -hmm. They're going to come. We're not going to be able to run from them. Should should we avoid them at all costs? Yes. But, you know, there's always going to be something. So you just kind of, like, figure it out. <laughs> uh, there's always going to be something. There's always going to be something. But you have to, like... And it's important to surround yourself with people who won't, who won't let you spiral into that, oh, my God, every life is over place. Mm. Um, because that's a dangerous place, and it's hard to get out of that once you're there. Mm. So... And and being willing to ask for help, nothing. There's no shame in that. There's no there's no slate, uh, shade or slight to anybody saying I didn't know that. Can you help me? There's nothing. Mm-hmm. I respect that. I respect that. I I will respect that. I respect the polite, humble, um, person who will own their ignorance over uh over someone who is incompetent, <laughs> but won't admit it. <laughs> like. Someone who, Listen. you know, looks the part and might talk the part, you know, and can keep up a good appearance. But at the core, they don't know nothing. I would much. Not. Yes. 
I would much rather you own it. I don't know what I'm doing. I just can't. I don't. I have no idea. I will. I will respect that more than someone who fakes like they because know what they're doing. Because it ain't no use in like nah. us going out in the woods and you pretending like you know where you're going, and then we all get eaten by bears for That's what? Right. I'd rather you be like, you know what? I don't know anything about this. I respect so it. So let's not do it. I respect <laughs> it. I respect it so much. All day. But yeah, All that's day. me. A great lesson I've learned in 2018 um, is to speak more positively mm. in reference to manifesting certain things in my life. The way that I speak... Um, the way that I speak about myself and my circumstances and so forth are really important and how like and how I view myself and how certain things play out. And if I speak in a negative manner, that's not going to do anything positive for my life. Yeah. But if I. I hope I'm making sense. No, you are. Um, If I I can't say I can't call myself broke. I don't don't need to say I'm broke. I can say that I'm working towards some other things, working towards being more financially comfortable. Or you can honestly say I don't have it right now because that would be the truth right now. (laughs) By calling myself broke, I'm sitting in a mindset that doesn't allow myself to evolve. Absolutely. And the way that you think about yourself and your entire mindset is very key in how you move in your own success. So if you sit in a certain mindset, you're going to stay there. Right. But if you allow yourself to evolve in a positive direction, you'll find yourself gravitating in that positive direction through your actions and just how things happen to fall for you. But if you sit there in negativity, that's what you're going that's what you're going to that, that's what you're going to breed. Mhm. So I've had I've had to correct myself, and it started with you know with my and my loved ones do the same thing. My friends, Kia does it, Crystal does it, Fran does it, Tristan does it. Like they don't allow me to speak about myself in certain ways because they know that that's not conducive to getting to to me getting to a better place for me to right. be sitting in that mindset. And it's now. I've gotten reminded from my loved ones so much that I can now correct myself if I say something that seems like I'm putting myself down or what have you. Um, I'll say, you know, I, I, I can recognize and be like, you know what? Let me not say it that way. I just need to do this differently or I'm going to move this way. And I find that just even thinking like that and speaking like that has completely changed how certain things have gone for me. Absolutely. You know, not saying that everything is always peachy and because it definitely is not. <laughs> but um, it's important. And then, you know, with that being said, look look at all Key and I have been able to do. If I could sit there and say, oh, this show ain't shit like this ain't we ain't really doing nothing. Right. What the, What is that doing for us being, you know, what is that doing for us when we're getting, you know, conferences and like right. we're we're we're. We're promoting these live shows because we want you to come out and see us and you guys are supporting coming out and seeing us. No. By us manifesting that positivity, it's been able to manifest positivity in our lives and in our brands. And we're very grateful. In a- yes. Hi, Kia. <laughs> Hi, Noah. How are you? How are you? First, I thought you had a bunny in your hair. You thought I had? Oh, because it's my hat. 
<laughs> you see my hat. Do you? Oh, first up, I thought it was um a a bun. I like your are those pajamas. Is this a huh? shirt? I like your shirt. It's a Wakanda one. I see your Wakanda, Wakanda pajamas. Wakanda forever. All right, get out of here. I'm recording. Come on, man, get out of here. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Auntie Kia said Happy New Year. Oh, oh girl. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right, give this to me and stop doing that. Love you. Bye-bye. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> ASAP so Noah my... in the building. She came in to fart on me, son. Like, this oh is her new gosh. thing. And I'm... Close the door! Oh, my word. <laughs> oh, my God. She knows. Close it now. Where's your father? Close the door. I'm about to get my spoon if you don't close this door. Come on, spoon. <laughs> Why you make me do this in public? <laughs> I'm about to get my spoon. You better get That's Now look, there she does it. <laughs> Shit. Anyway. Um, oh, that was so good. But yes, I so I'm I'm watching how I speak about myself, and I'm noticing that it's it, it has changed the trajectory of how certain things go, just by me changing my mindset, and I like to keep that going in 2019. That's real, yo. I was talking to my friend Nina about this other day, um, just in terms of like you know the importance of being focused not on not so much on our feelings, but on what we were talking about on the promises of God, because it's important. Like it's so easy to to really just. Because you feel what you feel about a situation, right? I hate mm -hmm. that X, Y, Z is happening and you get fixated on that one thing. Um, right. And that is really all you're thinking about. Um, and just when you obsess over that, that's all that's going to be. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. just never going to change. But if you change your perspective and your attention toward what, what you believe, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know that, you know, sure, do I have all the money that I would like to have right now? No. But... I could just just be fixated on the dollars leaving my account. Um, but I I could make the conscious choice and develop the practice to remind myself that I know what my bank account looks like right now, but I also know the right. promises that I'm going to be okay. God's not going to play me. He's not going to have me out here um, homeless and ashy and without nice things because that's not, you know, that's not what he promised me. So, like, to your point, it's definitely about the cultivating the practice. That's something I've been working with my therapist on because I didn't even realize how much of a habit that was for me, how easy it is for me to just be like, oh, I ain't shit. Like, like right. you know, and it just really rolls off my tongue. Like, someone... Guys, I mean, dudes compliment me. People compliment me. And I just be like, oh, no, you know, I'm yes, just trying do. to... Like, I do that all the time. Yes, you do. All the time. And I have to we cut it to out. literally... We had a oh, Kia God. big They made me cry. They, had, they made me cry. It was the most uncomfortable thing. And that that's the sad part, right? It was literally a group of my closest friends sitting around me and affirming me. And it made me so uncomfortable that I cried. That's how I wasn't even <laughs> gonna say that part. I was no, just but <laughs> seriously, I mean, honestly, like that's how that's how deeply, yeah, entrenched the self hate, the self, the negative self talk is. Mm -hmm. It's so much a part of who I am that me sitting, like my friends, people who I love very dearly, sitting around me and affirming me and telling me, you know, good things about myself. I couldn't even like. 
like it was so uncomfortable I actually cried and I wasn't even being dramatic but I was genuinely Mm -hmm. uncomfortable like begging Mm -hmm. them to stop and just the way that I reacted to that experience just taught me that I have a lot of work to do in that area because Mm -hmm. you know if I talk to no 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 (laughs) I'm just saying if if I talk if if I heard somebody talking about Jade the way that I talk about myself we would be boxing exactly TTG tell her often (laughs) yeah do you realize that if you were anybody other than you talking about you I'd fight you right like it's it's just not it's not okay and I know but the, the the thing about it is like Kia said it's so effortless and it happens so easy for so many of us to be able to do that and we it's just it's just something we gotta break it's something right. we gotta break because Brittany there's talks about so many. Mm. Oh, sorry. Which, which is how how kind of like there's this there's this common narrative amongst Black women, like intergenerationally, generationally. I can't talk intergenerationally, where mm. it's like you know this this constant like, oh, you're not special. We don't want anybody. You don't don't have. Oh, she thinks she cute. She thinks she's right. special. Mm-hmm. She thinks she's so that that's just a part of how we talk about each other um, and someone actually walking around like, yes, I do think I'm cute. It's frowned upon um, mm. in, in, you know, a lot of social circles and in, in different contexts. So that's become so ingrained. And I mean, just speaking from personal experience, I remember my mother being so intentional about me kind of cultivating intellect mm. and like potential, you know, as it related to academics, my, you know, being in school and stuff that it was always like, oh, girl, you know, being cute. That's that. You, not saying it wasn't important because we, we she definitely didn't want me out here just looking crazy. Mm. But it was not emphasized with the same uh, intention as like, you know, you got to be brilliant. <laughs> and it was right. almost like I had to choose between being brilliant and being fly. Like I couldn't, and I didn't have a lot of models for how you could be both. Um, Because, you know, the super smart girls were always playing Jane and low key and, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was always like, you know, she's focused on her future and her life. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, she could put a bump at the end of her, (laughs) at the end of her ponytail too, you know, wouldn't hurt nobody's feelings, you know, and she could put some nail polish on, but uh, like, it's okay. (laughs) You know, a little lip gloss, a little eyebrow wouldn't hurt nobody, but. All that to say, like whatever. Yeah. (laughs) All that to say, all that to say, I was just agreeing with you that a lesson learned is that we have to continue to cultivate the practice of speaking positively about ourselves and our lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, everything that we do, everything that we have starts first as as a thought. Yep. And if, if, you know, the the root is negative. The rut, if the if the rut is negative, then what flows from the root will be negative as well. And ain't nobody got time for that because this is our Yonsei year, 2019. This is it. Like we got work to do and we can't do it under, you know, the willow tree. That's so right. mm. <laughs> we got to do it. We we need to do this. We gotta put some pep in our step. That's so right. and it was what what else you got? Okay, the last one. The last one is something that we are looking forward to in twenty nineteen looking forward to in 2019 okay i'm looking forward to um you know 2018 gave me things that i didn't expect Mm -hmm. 
I didn't expect uh, the um, Women in Fems of Color Conference. No, oh, dope. Cal State. That's what's up. I didn't expect shout the out to live Cal State. Shows. Cal, yeah. Shout out to Cal State. I didn't expect um, the last show. Every last one of you. Yeah. You guys are such a beautiful collective. Um, but I didn't expect that. And I didn't expect even like to be invited back to do Jaden XD at Cal State. And I didn't yeah. expect our live shows to do so. I didn't expect to do live shows initially. And then I right. didn't expect there you go. for them to, you know, for you guys to to show up and show out and show love. I didn't expect Nashville. And it wasn't yeah. even our show. Like, it wasn't even our show. We didn't even have that planned at the beginning of the year. No. Like that kind of developed. And so all of those developments made me, they humbled me first of all, and like made me realize that I don't need to, I have to plan, but I also don't want to underestimate. And I want to make room for so many better things that can come my way because it's going to happen. It's going to happen for myself. It's going to happen for Kia. And it's going to happen for anybody who's working hard. That's going to come for all of us. And I'm, I feel like I'm really excited to see what manifests from hard work in 2018. Right. Like what comes in 2019? Cause it can only, it can only get better. Absolutely. I mean, I would agree with you. I think mine is right aligned with an alignment with yours in that, if we can, if we think about all the things that happened this year that we did not expect, mm -hmm. what more could we do if we put our weight behind, behind building out these things? So I, I almost feel like 2018 was the Lord kind of like tipping the hand, like, okay, well, yes. this is this is what it could be, boo. <laughs> yes. Now what you gonna do? So, yes. so for me, like you know, like you, I I think so. Never anticipate. Uh, this time last year, we had just wrapped the first Teen Type and Fast event. We were in, mm -hmm. we were in uh, the club room at a at a at a local apartment complex. Mm -hmm. um, and since that time, we've had three events. Mm -hmm. um, we were at NYU, and then we had the Hastis thing at the Ash Conference. And then we had the Women of Color and Community Brunch, which was literally like the next iteration. So like us being in the club room over there on Rhode Island Avenue <laughs> um, mm -hmm. was literally something that, you know, I had a little dream about and, and kind of pitched it to my friends. Like, this is something that I want to do. And I took what little coins I had in my savings account and literally put them on the table to make it happen. Mm -hmm. And the success of that event pushed me to continue to grow and learn. Um, and, you know, we had a corporate sponsor for the last event. Did. So, it, and, and that was, that was still, you know, still in the very fundamental building stages, right? Like I'm still, still learning how to do this very much speaking back to those mistakes that I've made this year. So with those lessons that I've learned this year, what I'm looking forward to most in 2019 is taking all that I've learned through those lessons and really standing up in this as a real thing. Like team typing fast and getting grown. They're not just hobbies. It's not just something that me and Jade uh, were asked to do anymore. You know, it started off being kind of like, we're going to fill this out and see where it goes. Same thing yes. for team typing fast. It became, you know, this is something that people kind of caught on to. Now that I see that there is a need 
and that there is an audience and that people are connecting to what we are offering, I feel like it is now my obligation to take this seriously and to bring to it the level of integrity and the standard of excellence that it deserves. And I feel like once I put, you know, and, and build out, you know, infrastructure and put and, and, and execute with that same standard of excellence, we can only continue to grow. Um, because I feel like we are, we paid our dues. <laughs> we fell on our faces <laughs> yes. and, yes, and we've lost, we've lost money. We've lost relationships. We've lost, you know, it's all these things that we've invested into building, building our dreams and, you know, getting grown. We're con- we are so appreciative. We will continue to just, we love the community that, that this space has is building. Mm-hmm. And we will continue to to honor that. We will continue to honor that. But I'm looking forward to just like my expectations were exceeded this year. Mm. I don't even know. I feel like, yes, I have plans and things that I'm going to do. We're going to do two more cities, team type and fast events in two more cities. We're going to have a graduation party. These are things that I know that we're going to do this year. Um, These are things I know we're going to do this year. But even with those things, I do believe that my expectations are going to be exceeded again. So I'm looking forward to just seeing how God's going to show his tail. <laughs> I believe. We're going to do more live believe, shows and more right. cities. I feel like he's going to show. And then we sure. Do I know exactly how all this is going to happen? Not exactly right now. But I believe that, you know, eventually things will come into place. And it's just about to be lit lit. I can't wait. I'm excited. I literally can't wait. I'm excited for our brands. I'm excited for our growing brand together, our separate brands growing together. I'm excited for our friendship. That's where it started. Our friendship. Because, I mean, it's not, you sure, this is not all about brand building. And it's, I mean, it's awesome that we're doing, that we're able to do that. But this, this podcast started off through our friendship. And our friendship will continue to grow and evolve. And I'm excited about, you know, how we, we continue to grow closer and get to know each other better and better. And we're just excited about seeing how that's going to continue to, um, you know, expand mm-hmm. as we go forward. And I think if we continue with that commitment to being friends. And we, and, and that, but that ain't going nowhere. Yeah. You're my sister. You ain't even my friend. You're my <laughs> sister at this point. Like, you Same. get on my nerves. I'm going to get on your, you're my sister. <laughs> and, and, the funny thing is that Kia and I have gotten to see each other like through different periods mm-hmm. of life, which is really nice um, to be able to grow with somebody and see how they evolve and then to be so proud of them because you see where they've come from. So that's that's always I saw your post. I saw where you tagged me and you said, name some people who've been there for you. And I was like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Bet. That's that's just an automatic. That's never gonna change. That's only ever gonna grow. Key is my family, so likewise. No, it's but my we, niece. Um, We're stuck. Yeah, no, like no, Chuck. it's your niece forever. <laughs> She's gonna come in here. She will fart on you, <laughs> and I will be you. her butt, girl. <laughs> get <your> behind. <laughs> yes, I, and I welcome it. <laughs> But we're excited um, to bring you guys, we are excited to bring you guys quality content this year. And, you know, I think we're kind of figuring out how how we can continue to grow this thing and like our conversations and how we can steer those. And we want to hear from you too. Like, 
what do you all want to talk about and getting grown this Please. year? Like what, yeah. what do you all want to sit around a kitchen table and discuss? What do you want to hear discuss? Like, who do you want to have on the show? Who do you want to talk to? Who do you want to have on the show? Yeah. You know, we, we, this is, this is a real thing. Um, in that, you know, getting grown for me is, is more than a show. It's a community. It is it is a group of women, men and women who get together and are are working through the business of adulting and leaning on each other every every step of the way because we don't really know what we're doing, (laughs) but we're figuring it out. We're figuring it out. Um, So please, I know I went I was on live earlier today and someone was saying we need to have an episode about like moving to a different city. I thought that was a dope idea. Um, You know, moving to a city that that you've never lived in we could have we so continue to let us know what you want to hear other topics if we want to revisit if we if we want if we need to talk about things again um we're happy to do that with yeah because when we started off we were like mr tumness you know what i'm saying we were like <laughs> hobbling around trying to figure right. it out but so if there's topics that you want us to revisit where we can really get into the nitty-gritty of it all because we kind of know what we're dealing with at this point let us know. Like, this is about you all. This is about our community. This is about the fact that we are all trying to figure out how to be adults while we are adults. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, we're excited to hear from you all. We're excited to grow with you in 2019. We're excited for you guys to see some new stuff that's coming um, and some things that we'll be working on. And those things will pop up throughout the year as they come. But I'm really hyped to bring you guys that. And... um. I think we have an honesty box, the first honesty box of the year to get into. All right. Well, let's do it. Honestly. Truly. All right. We got our first honesty box of the year. Let's get into your business. Yes. I'm so excited. (laughs) Hi, Jade and Kia. First, I want to say I adore both of you and I love the show. It's such a great addition to my Tuesday routine as I try to figure it all out. Hey. Welcome, sis. All right. I'll get right to the point. All right. What I have is somewhere between an honesty box and something I wanted to bring to the kitchen table for the getting grown family. So I wanted to talk about moving. Oh, well, okay. (laughs) Look at the synergy. Oh, my goodness. Moving out on your own and living independently. How do you know when it's the right time? Any general rules for how much we should have saved, be ready to spend monthly rent alone? Just a little about me. I'm 24 and only child and I've lived home all my life. I commuted to college from home, and now I'm working a big girl job, making decent money, still sleeping in the same room as a ten-year-old as ten-year-old me. I've been feeling stagnant lately, and I've been talking with a therapist, trying to figure out a plan to start feeling better. Then it hit me that much hasn't changed since I was a kid. So I came to the realization that I need to move out because it's time. I've been saving for the last year for a rainy day, but I'm gonna give myself some time in 2019 to stack some more where I'm more confident in my savings. Good job. I know that in my spirit, it's time, but how do I have this conversation with my mom who doesn't want me to leave? And I have this guilty feeling of leaving my mom because it's been me and her for all these years. I'm an only child. Stay blessed, ladies. And I'm confident mm. that no matter what happens, God is not going to play me. That's it. Come he on. Can't. He can't. Come on. Okay. All right. So I get this. Um, This is real for a lot of us. Uh, I'm trying to think back to when I first moved out and my mother had the same kind of um, position as, as as your mom in terms of like not really wanting me to go. Um, I think you have the conversation, um, but it's all about how you have it. Mm-hmm. 
So for me, it, it, it was critical for me to inform versus ask her. So it wasn't like, hey, mom, I'm thinking about moving out. What do you think? It was more like, so I've made a decision that I'm going to be moving out yep. um, as of such and such a date. Yep. Um, and, you know, I'm happy to talk about this with you, but I've made a decision. Um, and the thing is, so when you do that, you have to be prepared for the questions that she's going to ask you. I think it's an awesome idea that you have decided to take some more time in 2019 to continue mm -hmm. to stack your money. Um, and depending upon where you're choosing to live in terms of like how much money you should have saved up moving costs money. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and so you need to, if, if you want to move and you saving just for your move or you saving to move and then have some savings, <laughs> because, I hope the latter. I hope the latter because you got to think like first month's security. You got to think about like the the fiscal cost of moving that is actually moving your stuff into the building, mm -hmm. um, or to the, the house cleaning or supplies, cleaning supplies to get your apartment ready, furniture, um, and and Eat. then. You know, little things that add up. Shower little things curtain, that add up. Miners, trash yeah. cans, toilet paper, paper e top, like fees, act fees associated with utilities. You turning your utilities on. Yeah. You you need to deposits. You know, depending upon what your credit is like, all kinds mm -hmm. of factors um, that you that you definitely want to keep in mind. I think it's awesome that you're asking this question. I think in this instance, Googleisha will be a, a an awesome resource for you. Um, and mm -hmm. I would suggest. You do your research, you get as much information as you can in terms of this is find, pick a building or pick apartment, go on whatever. What is it? Mm -hmm. Apartment.com, Craigslist, whatever. Uh, you find your apartment, pick easy. one. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be pick one, like act like fake it. That's what I was going to mm -hmm. say. Fake it. Like let's, let's fake like you move in tomorrow. You're going on mm -hmm. Craigslist. Let's fake like you got what you need. Mm -hmm. Go on Craigslist, find an apartment that you like. Um, literally, and, and literally make a budget as if you're going to be living in that place next month. And yep. that's how you need to be saving. <laughs> yep. You need to save. And I would say, I would say, I mean, at least six months of saving like that would give you a good, good cushion. But good I mean, if you, egg. if, if you anxious to get out, you could probably do it in three. But I would say you want more cushion than not because stuff comes up, man. You got to you don't think about all the things you got to buy. You got to buy the mattress. You got to buy the box spring. You got to buy the bed. Like there's there's so many things. Sheets. You got to buy the pillowcases. You got to buy the pillows. You know what you I'm saying? You got you know there's just Hangers. so many things. Hangers, box you know boxes. Organize things to organize your house, furniture, cleaning supplies, you know, those kinds of things add up. Yeah. You're starting and from you don't scratch. Wanna, you're starting from absolutely nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, not, not nothing because you said that you had savings, but I'm talking about you, the money that you, that you saved this year will spend so quickly, sis. Woo! What will take you a year to, to save? You'll, can, you can spend it in a week. Can. Can. Because moving can I, is just that kind of beast. <laughs> I think that I, this is a really, I really do want to delve more into this. Um, Agreed. As a kitchen table talk. 
uh, because your girl's been living on her own for a really long time. And so I have a lot of do's and don'ts and like, I can break it down for you. We just low key did, but like, I can really break it down for you. Um, so I think this is a really important conversation to have in addition to moving to a new city. I think that's a really important conversation to yeah, have. Yeah, and, and there are those of us who are actually thinking about buying houses. So maybe we can mm-hmm. just have a little old yeah. housing kind of situation this year. We can have like This a, is important. Yes. These are important conversations. But as it pertains to your personal... Um, and we never gave her a pseudonym. Oh. Um. Dina. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was stuck. I was like, oh. I know. I was like, I was like, why can't we think of an Dina? <laughs> okay. So another thing, like Kia said, you want to make sure that you have your money stacked up. Um, you're saving your money. You're saving your money to move and to be okay once you move. Because when you go and have that conversation with your mother, I fully agree with Kia on how you should have it. This is what I'm going to do. When you start asking or sound like you're hesitant about decisions that you've already made for yourself, it's easy for your, especially, you know, black mothers, they have a way about themselves. And it's easy for they them to talk try you to right out of you. it. They well, will you know, you you're right not ready. You don't even it. have your stuff you together. Don't need to what put you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. And I know it's all out of love and concern and so forth and so on. Um, but I want you to be able to have that conversation. And then I don't want you to fall on your face and be able to come back in two months and say, Ma, I need you to help me. Like, I need $600 towards the rent because, like, right. I'm out here struggling right now. No, you want to be confident in what you're going and talking to her about. And you want to have your plan. And I think the plan that you have right now is very smart. Right. I think it's very smart. But just make sure when you go with that conviction about what you're going to do, which I think you should do, make sure that you can back that right on up. <laughs> That's important to be able to do that um, in that way. And you'll feel better about yourself doing that anyway. And when you move out under the right circumstances where you don't have a problem paying the deposit and you don't have a problem paying for the things that you need to pay, and you say, you know what, I've saved up on this. Or this 2019 can give you time for you to start to get all those little things that we spoke about. So when you move out, you got a small storage unit that's like, oh, baby, I'm ready. Like for yeah. my one bedroom, like I have been stacking and I've been doing this in a smart and progressive way. Like I'm I'm doing this step by step. If this child don't start hollering. Is she crying <laughs> or is she just yelling? I think she's singing. Oh. Um, so... I yeah I I it's yeah this is a conversation we need to have but that would just be my my little bit of advice for you in addition to what Kia said um when you have that conversation with your mother have the conviction that you're going to ha- like let her know this is a decision that you've made this is what you want to do respectfully on you know obviously don't let don't shut her out you know hear what she has to say but let her let just let her know like I've made this decision and then stand in your decision like be smart and really continue to plan this out because you're already it already looks like you're on the right path and you already right. got the right mindset. You ain't right. really need us for this. <laughs> you good though. I mean it's it's awesome like Jay said it's awesome that you are thinking along along these lines and you you having this conversation with enough if time. You don't shut the <laughs> fuck up. Say I waited for somebody, okay? I'm outside. But like, um I was going to say I think have the conversation with your mother just like you had it with us. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, you got it. You just got to be real, real um, confident. Yeah. When you approach. And, and I feel like your mom right will respect. Yeah, and mm-hmm. your mother will respect that. And she will mm-hmm. absolutely, if you, especially if you wait to have the conversation and you tell her after you got a few stacks, I've already got this amount saved. I yeah. know I want to live in this area. I've looked at furniture at these stores. I've priced this out. If you this have is my budget, you know, you can't, she cannot, she'll be hard pressed to argue mm-hmm. if you have these receipts lined up. So and you're already taking like she says she talked with her therapist yeah. about figuring out a plan. So like you you have a good head on your shoulders. You don't like you you're, you're you're taking the necessary steps and you're taking them in the very right direction. I I really admonish you to just keep doing what you're doing because it looks like you're you're really you're working it out for yourself and you're doing it in a way that doesn't seem hasty or unplanned. And I I think that's great. Agreed, agreed, agreed. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, Okay, so I'm going to start the year out on a very transparent note. Mm-hmm. My peeve is not petty whatsoever. Gotcha. Um, But, so... Me, so I, we received a phone call. Uh, so in New York, like, okay, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where to even begin with this. Um, live in a, you know, live in, a, in an apartment and, you know, in a house or what have you. It's a great size apartment. Uh, been here for some, for a little bit of time now. Received a phone call the other day from my landlord that, um, she would like to relocate her daughter back to New York and um, essentially wanted to give us a 30-day notice uh, to find another place to live. <laughs> um, I, yes, she. so that was how, that is how she said it. This was also three days after Christmas. Uh, and you know, right before New Year's. So I'm I'm pissed is what I am. I'm insulted and I'm, I'm, I'm irritated. It's a whole lot of things that go into it that I won't go into the detail about. And I'm being transparent with you all in case my energy has been low or what have you. I know Kia has many transparent moments on the show. Um, and it seems like I don't have uh, as many, I think. And, you know, I, and I don't ever want it to come off like um, Jade don't have shit going on or... She thinks so highly of herself. No, I got a lot of shit going on. I just, uh, I'm not always the best when it comes to expressing some of those things. And I think I'm trying to figure out how to do that. So anyways, I'm sharing this with you all to let you know that um, there are terrible people in this world who don't have any problem shitting all over your situation uh, in order for, I haven't, I, I don't know. Now, I'm not worried. I'm not scared. I don't even know what I'm trying to share at this point. I think this is just what's on my mind. This is what's been peeving me for the last few days. I'm really annoyed. I'm really pissed off. Um, and I'm really disgusted that a grown woman with a family could call a family and say, oh, hey, by the way, I want to move my daughter in that apartment, so you need to find somewhere to live. Uh, 
by the way, happy holidays. Like, I just don't understand how your mind works. And in addition to her having said so many other stupid things over time, um, I'm very irritated. So I am in the process of finding a new place to live. Uh, it's going to take us some time. I want, with all that being said, if you are having any issues in New York City with your landlord, please be mindful that you are not by yourself and that uh, you have many rights as tenants. You have more rights than an owner, a landlord. You have many rights as tenants, especially if you like pay your rent on time every month, if, especially if you're like up to date with your shit. Anyway, that's just me getting personal. But you're not by yourself. There's many of us. You know, there are ways in which things can sneak up and punch you right in the face during the holiday season. And we're all going through it. And I think that's just what I wanted to share. <laughs> Do you have a petty peeve this week? Amen. Um, I don't even know what I was trying to say, but that was that. I mean, you said it. It was, it was play. Hey, I got what you, I got what you were trying to say. Um, so I don't like mess. Mm -mm. I feel like in the older I get, the less mess <laughs> I want to, I want to deal with. Um, and I don't like messy situations or messy people. So I just wish that they would just leave me alone. All of them. Mm -hmm. I find myself in a, in a situation now where I'm having to advocate for myself in ways that I'm not accustomed to. Um, where it seems as though the expectation is that I am to contend with the mess or me dealing with the, the, the strife, the, the discord, the dissension, the confusion is a sign of my uh, loyalty. And I just don't agree with that. I think, mm -hmm. I think that um, I've come to a place where I'm just more and more, more, I'm becoming more and more conscious of the ways that, that things impact me. So I'm mm -hmm. in kind of a protective mode. Mm -hmm. So if I'm in a situation in a room full of people amongst a group of persons and I recognize that this is about to be some mess, I will, I will get myself up and out of there so quickly. And as a result, people are, you know, starting to talk about me as a person. Mm. Uh, oh, you know, she just, you know, doesn't, she's, she's essentially just coming from my I, miss, I'm gonna say it like this, misunderstanding my self-preservation mm -hmm. and making it about, about them. Oh, I hate when people do that. This is not even about you, beloved. At this all, is not like about you. This is me doing what I need to do for myself. And that before, ain't projection. before I just wish that before you hit me, I posted something like this on my Instagram today. Before you hit me up about asking, asking me if I'm acting funny, why don't you make sure I'm okay? Right. People are so, so quick to, oh, well, you know how she, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't know what I'm dealing with in my life. And and you come in here, and I'm in I'm in I'm with you for a certain amount of time, within a certain context. This is you know one dynamic, one 
dimension of who I am and what I deal with. You don't know half the hell I am working through on my own. And for you to speak to or speak as if you know me and you know all my life, to make judgments and generalizations about me, it says more about your character than mine. It does. And I hate when people do that because you're 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 projecting your own like insecurities and and whatever else you got going on 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 me when I'm just over here in my head about shit that I'm dealing with. Right. And people like, you know, people like I saw a meme the other day. It was just like I asked God to show me my haters and God said, Ain't nobody thinking about you. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't nobody thinking about you. You think you got haters. Ain't nobody thinking about you. A solitary one. People are over here dealing with real things in their lives. I'm over mm-hmm. here trying not to lose my mind. Mm. And you think I'm worried about you? Bless your yes. heart. Bless it right now. I mean, honestly. I just I'm over here trying to find a place for my You know what I'm saying? People are pro- dealing with I can real take hard my things. child to school. Like it is a whole Ooh, it is a whole to do, and you are worried. You you think that I'm 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 having an attitude? Absolutely, and that's not what it is. You stand up in public forum and you make blanket statements about me, and I'm not even there to defend myself. Well, you, you just let me know who I need to lay hands. You on don't cause... know, but I'm saying people just be conscious, be mindful when you when you about who you put your mouth on. You don't know the hell that people are dealing with. There's a young man from my hometown. I didn't know him personally, but I I learned that he played basketball with my brother. Uh, Real, you know, popular, cute guy. You know, you see him often um, and committed suicide over the holidays. People, everyone is saying so shocked. You know, he was always this and he was always there and he was, you know, Always happy and smiling and laughing and joking. You don't know what people are going through in their lives. Nope, in their private You over here, you making judgments and telling people that Mm -hmm. they're wrong. You don't know what. You don't know what I'm dealing with in my life. You don't. And I don't think that is fair. Um, I just, I just feel like you know, just and this is a lesson for me too because you know it's it's easy for us to kind of make assumptions. Mm -hmm. Um, but you just you got to be careful about who you put your mouth on. You don't know what people are dealing with, and you get up and you say certain things, yeah. um, without any knowledge. You don't know the kind of damage that you're doing, honestly. And Kia's right. Check on people before you start talking shit. Like check on them before you start automatically assuming somebody has an attitude or they ignoring you or they think they're too hot shit to talk to you or what have you. Granted, there are some people like that out there, right? But. It would be in your best interest to see, especially if this is somebody that you allegedly call a friend or even somebody that you've, you know, as an acquaintance, somebody you care about. Like if you're not in the business, you're not trying to be nosy. Like before you run around, don't don't speak. If you are going to run around speaking on me, then you need to have the balls to pick up the phone and ask me how I'm doing. And then maybe you would find out an entire different story other than whatever you conjured up in your head. Absolutely. But you just let whoever it is know, like, if they want to fight, I don't have no problem punching them in the mouth. <laughs> like, it's We don't nothing. have to fight them. We don't it's have nothing. to fight them. Okay. I just, All right. I'm just, I'm learning and I'm evolving and I feel like the Lord is showing me the costs of influence. 
mm. whether you want it or not. Mm-hmm. Keisha told me today, you realize you're a person of influence? I was like, huh? I'm not mm. in leadership. I'm not doing this. She was like, regardless, people watch you and they may or may not be moving or basing their behaviors off of what you choose to do or say. You're a person wow. of influence. And I'm just like, well, damn, I didn't ask for that. That's a lot of responsibility. Right. But I feel like the Lord is showing me the things that come with the territory. Everybody want to run out here and get a whole bunch of followers on social media. Everybody want to go out here and be the next biggest thing on the Internet. And you don't realize what you have to pay. <laughs> you, What you have to pay is that your name is always in somebody's mouth. And people, oh. people, because they follow you on Instagram, they feel like they know you and they can speak about you and they don't. This is very true. So I feel like the Lord is showing me like, okay, yes, I'm going to open doors. I'm going to give you opportunities. Um, but these are the lessons that I feel like are building my character and my integrity. And I have to hold on to that. I have to hold on to that. I have to be and, and not and be careful and, 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 and really purposeful about about not getting caught up and swept away in what people have to say yeah, versus what I know about me. This is you what I'm saying. I said this on Twitter earlier, ironically enough, that we're talking about this. I was like, you know, some of you guys are just miserable people. Like, <laughs> you're just miserable. And I have to remember that when you sign off of this app, all of your furniture is rented. <laughs> Like you still have bed oh, bugs. Jesus. Like oh, you God, still, bugs. you still don't have no fitted sheets on your bed. Like you, you still ain't getting fucked. Like by like, Ooh. and that's not by choice. Yeah. Like you just like, so many things. Your TV's still busted. You got a fat back TV because you can't afford a flat screen. Like it's oh. just, it's so many things that I'm like, you know what? You're gonna stay miserable, beloved, because I'm not. And that's it. That's it. Y'all keep us in your prayers here, okay? <laughs> um, listen, I'm serious. These people are trying my patience, but nah, fuck these people. It's gonna be okay. Not the ones we love, though. Not yes. <laughs> and I mean, this is not everyone. Like Crystal said, I was I was talking to Crystal earlier, and she was like, you know, there's always like the love always outweighs the nonsense. Always, always. So this always. is not. I'm not talking to those of you who show us all. And I'm not saying that showing us love means that you gotta like. We we know that I mean, and we we're never above criticism or people you know having opinions. Everybody's not going to like everything that we do. We get that, mm-hmm. um, but you know, for those of you who genuinely show us love and are appreciative, and, and you know, get mm-hmm. I get DMs and tweets and stuff all the time. Just people, just I just want to thank you for doing what you're doing. Like that's these that's the reason why you know we set up these microphones and and do this every week. And we're, we'll con- and we'll continue we're to grateful. do it. Absolutely, absolutely. We're grateful, and we like we do recognize there's so many more of you all who fuck with us than don't. And fucking with us does not mean that you gotta you know lick our ass. It doesn't. Right. It just means that you you put on your earphones and you listen to the show. You know, we would greatly appreciate it if you would subscribe and rate us five <laughs> stars because that is how we pay our yes, bills through iTunes and things, Spotify and such and whatnot. But that's the only thing Key and I are ever going to ask you to do. And you guys have shown us unconditional love and support in just this short amount of time. We're very, very grateful for it. Very, very Happy grateful. New Year, y'all. Happy New Year. Happy 2019. Let's get it. 
Let's get it this year. We will see you all next week with a brand new episode of Getting Grow. But in the meantime, you do it because I <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> Continue to moisturize and drink your water because your black will crack if it's dry. And mind your B.I. Oh, that's right. I forgot that part. Okay. <laughs> mind your business. Drink your water and moisturize because your black will crack if it's dry. Bye! Bye! <laughs>